Before we get started on today's show, I want to tell you about the Colorado Hawks, a nonprofit organization helping athletes from all over Colorado achieve their dreams of playing sports at the next level and earning college scholarships. The Hawks have teamed up with us for the uh, Jokic for MVP t-shirt, which is a fundraiser that is helping them uh, sort of fund their AAU programs, their tournaments, and all the different opportunities they try to provide kids. Again, they do this competitive traveling, you know, sports programs, um, putting kids in front of college scouts, and they don't charge the kids for it because people donate. And so you can go to Jokic4MVP.com, purchase one of these really cool shirts, gray shirt, long sleeve, very comfortable cotton shirt. Uh, it says Jokic4MVP on it, and all the proceeds, 100%, go towards this great program. Right, interesting one. Interesting one tonight. Interesting. Let's go. <laughs> what is that? It's like the the energy Yo. is a little weird. Well, you gotta. You, we are so high. We gotta remedy this. We do well. I think we need an appropriate energy. Is what I think we need. So welcome everybody into the winners' lounge. This game bim, felt bim. like it was over two hours ago. It was over. Two it was over ago. two hours ago, but then they made it. You know. It got weird at the end. We're presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. Download it now. Use promo code DNVR when you do. You guys, um, three-man team tonight. little three-man weave. Three-man weave in it, baby. Brendan Vote will be coming in uh, later. Like Aaron Gordon, he's on the bench right now. But um, he's going to be live from Ball Arena, bringing you inside the locker room. But I am joined by superstar Dev. I mean, I'm here. I'm here, so we're, we're in good shape. Here. I feel like you're out of position. Like we're yeah. playing the out of position tonight. We've been playing a little bit of musical chairs around here lately. Like it's the funky music vibes. I think that's <laughs> what it is, and this is where I sat down. You know, you could say we're positionless post game yeah, show. Yeah, I was just gonna say, like in this era of post game show, you got to be able to play every seat. There's it's no around. way that you're gonna be the point guard, though. Yeah, there's no way. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, positionless, but you're still like a, you're you're four. I don't know what you mean by that, but okay, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> guys, you guys know over here, uh, D-Line Co., you guys know more commonly as D-Line Co. So uh, every nugget is good. Uh, Aaron Gordon was the perfect trade. Uh, the 76ers are garbage. The NBA needs to be scared. Uh, let's cancel the season. Let's get to the playoffs. Let's go. It sounds good. So here's what this is what I was going to ask you, and I, your vibes are always, uh, always up top. You know, type vibe, dude. Yeah, but honestly, I'm, I'm, I'm wondering. Like, is this? Do you, do you feel great right now after that win? Because the Nuggets' starting lineup, dominant, dominant. I'm saying even more dominant than they were in the first game, which way they were completely dominant. They were more dominant tonight, but then like the the game ended on some a little bit of a you know a sour note or whatever. Dev, are we are we hyped? See, the thing is, I was so hyped. <laughs> I came to the bar early. You were. Um, I was you excited did. about yeah. this. Never early. George Carl was here. That's yes. right. Um, the vibes were great for that. Everybody showed up for that. Um, the Nuggets started the game. They were incredible for that first first quarter, especially first half was really good. Um, everything's going well. We had some yeah mic moments. So many. Yeah Everything about moments. that sounds amazing, right? It sure does. And then there was there was a decision that was made. That decision just mm. like it, it was a it was a dark was it cloud. Lingering it over was a everything? dark cloud that was sitting over everyone. And it took away from such an incredible night because this honestly, this was an ass whipping. Like <laughs> it really was. Until that fourth quarter. Yeah. Like just going into the fourth quarter. And it was that one decision that I feel like stopped the ass whipping. So here's what my honest question. 
How should we approach this post-game show, Eric? Do we need to just be like, you know what, the end, they still won by 10, whatever, shake that off, and do the hype cast, or do we need to contextualize it all now? That- I believe in my heart that uh, this was an absolute thrashing of the Philadelphia 76ers, and when it came down to it, uh, George, or George Carl, uh, <laughs> Mike Malone was able to sort of like allow the bench to sort of try and figure itself out because that's really the question that remains with this Denver Nuggets team. Right. There are no yep. questions on the when the starters are concerned. Wow, no questions. I mean, what's the question? We're, well, we're two games in. One question is like, you know, I mean, they're two games in. I mean, two ga- like, are they going to get worse? I can't imagine. They're, yeah. they're going to get better. Like, All right. I was being pragmatic. I was trying to be pragmatic because yeah, no, I knew guys, Eric you, was going to take it too high. You got pragmatic too. I mean, they, they scored 50 points in the first quarter. <laughs> <laughs> I'm with Eric on this one. This game was actually so much less close than that 94, 95-104 score tells you because not only did the Denver Nuggets put up 44 points in the first quarter as the new-look Nuggets with Aaron Gordon looked completely unlocked and Michael Porter Jr. looked completely unlocked and Jamal Murray got rolling. You know, he didn't get rolling so much in that last game. He thought, okay, well, no, he gets rolling. Not only did all of those things happen, but Denver wins the second quarter 24-23 or, or was it the third quarter? Which quarter? Oh, it was the third quarter. 26 to 20, Philadelphia scores. And I think it was a 7-0 run in the final, like, 30 seconds. Yep. So not only was it a fourth quarter collapse, even the end of the third quarter was a collapse. This game was out of control, and I would rather – we'll talk about the collapse, <laughs> but I'd rather focus on the fact that for the second game in a row, with no practice, none, Aaron Gordon has looked seamless as a Dude. fit onto this roster on both ends of the floor. Not only seamless, he looks like it was built for him. I agree. It was. It is the perfect well, fit. Would, it was. It, it, the Denver Nuggets early on in the season were this show. Was this show before we added superstar Dev? <laughs> Rudderless. It was good. It was fine. It People was fine. Liked it. They were. They were. But now look at the the perfect piece. <laughs> the go. perfect piece. And then ever since then it's Bob's been we've been rolling. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, truly, like in my mind, th- this this was. Just a celebration of the starters and then a an attempt to find the bench. So here's yeah, the bench is certainly a question. And Monte's on the way, help is on the way. They get they I do think they get even better here shortly, but you know, I think after two games, I this feels a little bit like a hot take, so I'm not going to declare it, but I'm gonna put out there what I'm thinking <coughs> as I'm watching this. Aaron Gordon, better fit than J- Jeremy Grant. I really think that. And for a couple different reasons. One of those being he's just stronger. He, I think he's actually even, you know, his handle and his playmaking better. And so far, it's only two games. He didn't score tonight. He had, what, six points? Um, barely touched the ball. He seemed perfectly content with it. And Ooh. I think that you watch this and you go, his defense looks really impressive. Yep. Like His defense looks like maybe he had more than he has ever shown. And uh, now that he's on this team, he's like, all right, that's what I'm going to focus in on. Lockdown, shutdown. I hope that he like is in like they do. They put him in the presser just because I want to see what his vibes are like after the game. I want to see how he took it because <laughs> he was benched, you know, in in that fourth quarter for a player that was not playing well tonight. So I want to see how he responds to that and yeah. just like the type of energy he gives because we already know Jeremy Grant wanted a bigger role and in this type of situation that would have been a game that that Jeremy Grant would be frustrated. But as far as a basketball standpoint. Everything about him is just its better. Like, it, it honestly is. He just knows where to be on the floor. He's going after rebounds. Um, he, he's working hard. And, and it's all of the small things. I think that Aaron Gordon is, is excited. He's 2-0. and um, he, he doesn't expect to, like, blow. 2-0 with two butt whoopings. I know this final score doesn't indicate it, but 
Like, this is the two biggest beatdowns he's been a part of all season. And, and he didn't have to, like, exert too much right. energy. He didn't have to do too much. He could, he could focus in and key in on defense the entire time and know I have a role, and they're still going to think I do good, even if I don't score a whole, like, lot of points. This is where I would want to be. So I think that this is a night that, that Aaron Gordon, like, looks back and says, even though I'm not playing a lot, we're still winning. We're still, like, in a rhythm. We still have a zone, and it's just going to keep getting better from here. He only took four shots tonight. I, he only took four shots because he was interested in being the right piece. Not I agree. The, not the AGP. Like, he's not coming in here. The, all of the fears that we had about, you know, Aaron Gordon, like, wanting to get his, like, being a good player on a bad team. How's it going to translate? He's looking for his points. He's looking for his action. He, he's got a, a contract to think about. Like, Dude, that guy, he just he's a basketball player. He, he's yeah. a basketball player, and he was put in a position where he had to be, where he was completely miscast as a superstar as opposed to, like, he wasn't even, honestly, can I, I'll push back on that. He wasn't even cast as a superstar in Orlando. I just mean he was a, he was a really high pick. He was. Well, here's why, here's why I'm pushing back on that, because it's not, I think there's the narrative starting to form of, like, you know, he had the ball in his hands in Orlando and this or that, and it wasn't true. It's just, like, he kind of played a similar role here. It just didn't work because they weren't very good. Yeah. And now you have a paint that's open. You have a quarter a quarterback. You have a Jokic, a, a fulcrum of your offense that's just so MVP. elite at it. And the, you have this elite floor spacing now. And I do mean elite floor spacing. Elite. And it just the game just comes so easy. And that's how I'd put it. You score 44 points. I tweeted this out. And people, um, I, I, was I being a little bit facetious here? A little bit? Was I like poking the bear? Was I trying to start I something? Know. Maybe. Maybe, I don't know, saying that since Joel, and this was a fact, by the way, it's probably not, it actually <laughs> might be true tonight, uh, that the 76ers have had the best defensive rating in the uh, NBA since Joel Embiid went out. That didn't their sound defense, to me. That sounds like a fact. That sounds like an actual fact. Yeah. And their defense has been really great. It was great all year. They've always been a good defense, but it's gone up a whole other level recently. Denver in that first quarter drops 44 points on them. <laughs> 44. Dude. And they did it off of beautiful basketball. Every part of that, like, I, I, I was having a fever dream. We were just watching. This is another instance of watching the Denver Nuggets where literally all you can do is just laugh. Oh, the bar. We were laughing downstairs, and it wasn't just the ball movement was gorgeous. The shot making was gorgeous. Like, they just kept fighting. Like, Mike, we're going to talk about Michael Porter next. Guys just not, knocking down shots. But even the defense, I thought that was the thing is that they looked long. We've talked about this. You throw Aaron Gordon out there, and all of a sudden they just look really rangy and long. They kept getting turnover steals. They kept getting quick, force them into the worst shots, get the ball, and get up the court quickly. And it just looked like a whole new team and that's why to me whatever happened and, and they by the way had this going in the third quarter for periods to the second quarter but that first quarter was just uh it, it, it was the best that i think they have that you they, they the best they look it's only been two games but it, it was like as good as you can possibly look against a good team i think the best fact about why they got better um after the trade is the fact that going into to tonight there wasn't a decision or a choice of who guard who. right you didn't have to like guess at all you knew that they was going to put Aaron Gordon on either Tobias Harris or Ben Simmons. And having a, a guy that you have the ability to match up with those type oh. of guys, especially with who they had before, that just makes it easy for them. That makes it uh, so that they don't have to have those type of uh, those questions. So that that's why they looked really good. And defensively, he does everything. He, he can switch onto anybody out there. He could guard like guards for a few seconds. They had a big guard tonight, so he's able to, to step up on him. But... When you have a guy like that that could do whatever, when you make a switch, you feel like you, you, you trust that switch. Yeah. Uh, and, and that makes it easy. 
makes it very easy. I thought the game just came to Denver easy. And now we have to get to when the Aaron Gordon trade happened. I think the last pregame show might have been a different one. I asked, who do you think benefits the most from the Aaron Gordon trade? And we just landed on Aaron Gordon. I think that's still right. Like, <laughs> like he actually benefits the most. He got out of purgatory. But I think a very close second, who could you could make the argument first, is Michael Porter. Because Seems I actually be. think more than anything, Aaron Gordon signals Michael Porter Ooh. being able to be in his natural position, yep. Aaron Gordon getting easier matchups, and the team being able to find him be better in – Last year, Jeremy Grant was not great for the Nuggets last year in the no, regular season. No, but when he was paired with Michael Porter, he was phenomenal. Or actually, Michael Porter was phenomenal. It really unlocked things. I think the same thing happens for Aaron Gordon. And tonight, was he a little extra on fire? Yeah, he was. He went 5 of 7 from the three-point line. Guess what? I think Michael Porter is going to go 5 of 7 from the three-point line somewhat regularly. I'm not Can saying every that? night. Can I'm just saying. Right now? No, I'm just oh, saying. Okay. I'm, I'm not <laughs> 5 for 7 didn't feel like, oh, man, best night of his life. It's like, no. He's going to get rolling like that sometimes. 27 points, 12 rebounds, 4 assists. This was one of his better games, I thought. And the best part about his shots are those are shots that you can recreate. Like, we already know that he's a player that's just so tall that he shoots over anybody. But now they're coming into a flow where he's just open. Um, there's, there's times that he just has a, a couple of heat check shots um, and, and can do whatever he wants. Um, but... That was just that was a, a night that it came easy. The flow came for him. Um, he got hot early. He got to go inside and out. And then you start to see like the 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 progression from him. He's starting to do plays that he didn't do originally. Like he's not going straight up when a guy's behind him and getting swatted out of bounds. He's not uh, you know pressing on type of things. He's getting up for athletic finishes. He's cutting without the ball. Like so now you're starting to see the full Michael Porter Jr. Um, Dude atmosphere and everything about that comes with him and it just looks like so good for him and he benefits he yeah. clearly benefits he looked incredible we have the king of the game tonight he is the king of the game and you could have given this to jamal murray i thought that you know both guys i thought were great jamal murray certainly saved it when things started to get out of control he had a couple of huge shots but the portion of the game that i think was the most representative of where the nuggets are michael porter was just absolutely on fire and we've said this a lot Jokic is good every night Murray's now starting to get to the back to the point where he's good almost every single night, if not every night. Michael Porter becomes that wild card. Yep. When he scores like he did, that's why Denver had 44. Denver would have won that first quarter if he had an average first quarter. They would have won it by six, seven, eight points. He has an awesome first quarter. They win it by 22 points. He is that guy that takes them to this whole other level, and it's two games in a row now where I felt like the game has come to him. And I see people, the super chat that we received, somebody said, talk about the screens that were set for him. Yes, but part of that was because I don't think his Denver's necessarily changing the approach. <gasps> Having four ball handlers out there just allows the ball to move, which gets you to your secondary and third options more it's so, easily. It's so true. Like The ball at this point doesn't really hit a point where there is confusion as to what should happen next. Uh, like the, the the flow, the 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 chi of the offense. We're, Ooh, we're the chi is a, so strong. We're working right now. with a very with a very chiful <laughs> offense. Um, you know, only the the only time it ever gets a little sticky and weird is sometimes with Barton. But even still, like not to the degree that it, it's even worth discussing. Right. It was happening like that with Millsap a little bit. You didn't quite know like he if he was supposed to be hanging out behind, behind the three point line. Millsap's just slow. Just slow. I poor, mean, it's poor like dad. it's poor more dad. his style of play is slow he tonight, and deliberate. He did look good tonight. Yeah. Um, so Michael Porter tonight. I just you can I don't know how you could ah, be anything Gordon. less than what happened. Gordon. Gordon's in the chat. En fuego. Bless us. En fuego. <laughs> he was absolutely in fuego. And I just 
Look, man, I think he's going to be in Fuego a lot. He's also playing, I would say, these last two games, tonight especially. A little extra pep in his step. Oh. I think he has a little bit of extra flair, a little ex extra confidence, and just a little bit extra joy, Dude, too. Like, he looks great. Like, he looks like a guy that just has suddenly realized that he's a killer. Like, he just is like, oh, <laughs> right. Like, I don't have to think. Like, he's he stopped thinking. Yeah. Right? He's just, like, in back into that playing instinctually, and it, it just is... It's just unlocked like another level. Like it just allows him to be that predator that he is. And it's funny. I, I mean, I think this will be a bit of a controversial take because I know a lot of people early on oh, were saying, boy. "Well, I'm not that comes. controversial." <laughs> um, but people were saying, you know, they need to run more plays for him. They need to get more sets or this that. And I think that what's so interesting about the game of basketball is you can just move out one piece, and all of a sudden the whole flow of the of the offense is different. And I really think that's what it was. If you you know, Denver didn't have the luxury to be able to do that unless other than when they moved him to the four and then played Barton at the three, and that was really small. But I think that, you know, part of it was just the were you able to get the ball moving? And now that you are, the ball is finding him a lot. I I mean, I felt like the ball was always I, – I didn't feel like there were any times where I'm like, man, they're not looking for MPJ or this that. I just kept finding him. It found whoever the whoever was open, and he scores a lot when he's open. Well, plus he was finding it, and like it was finding him, and he was finding the ball. Like he was getting right. rebounds. He was yep. also just a, a wide open underneath the, the, All right. the basket. So is he back? Or is, is there, has he arrived? Is this the ascension? Do you have something here? Uh, let's see. Jokic is the MVP. Jamal Murray is back, and Michael Porter has arrived. That's a big three, and Aaron Gordon's a per perfect piece. Let's go. <laughs> perfect piece. Yeah, but what, what Eric actually said was, like, you know, they're trying to find, like, a lot of a lot of what was said was him trying to, like, learn the plays and, and figure out where to be on the floor. Now he finally learns the plays, and now he knows how to just yep. play basketball. He's already been a natural basketball player, but now it's in the progressions of Absolutely. the real offense. So now he's back to himself, and we know how – special of a score and an offensive player he is but now he's also starting to like he went through them trials and tribulations now he's starting to get it going on the defensive end now he's showing that he's a complete basketball player instead of just being his only right, offensive right. weapon he's grabbing rebounds he's working hard on both ends of the floor um, and guys are excited to play alongside him now you're starting to see everyone that's also starting to appreciate the type of like player that he is so now he feels natural that was a lot of what was going on wrong with Michael Porter Jr. was he, he was second-guessing himself. Totally. Now you don't see that That's because I mean, he like, knows he's a part of the offense. He knows what to he's do. He's just back to playing instinctually. Can you imagine passing on drafting Michael Porter Jr. once but twice? I know. It's so I'm telling something you. like that would get you fired. So this is interesting. No, but this is what's interesting. It's the opposite. And I mean this sincerely. General managers have a short shelf life. And if you pick for the future, yeah, you're really betting against your own time. It's, it's like, it's so true. Because then you, you tell your owner, like, hey, man, this guy's really good, but he's going to take one full year off. <laughs> and then another year, we're going to have to work him in really slow. But third year, <laughs> slowly but surely, he's going to come around. And the owner's like, dude, I'm so on board. Is he really that good? And then one year goes by and you suck, and you're like, bro. I told you to turn the team around. He's like, yeah, but we have the guy here. And you get fired. And like, then, yeah, we, we got Jokic. That, yeah. That's the beauty. And I'm telling you, this is what happened with every single team. I mean, everybody says the Clippers. Remember when Ballmer bought the Clippers? You think Ballmer was like, hey, guys, what's the vision? Is it seven years? Can we <laughs> Let's be really patient He's here. He's like, I know. If there's one thing I know about, it's about being measured calm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> developers. Developers. <laughs> no, so... Um, that was exactly what it was in the Nuggets. This is why you have to appreciate Josh Kroenke 
Michael Malone and Tim Conley and, and all of their staffs, and that's because there was that synergy. Like long view, and also dude. just Tim Conley's willingness. He could have gotten fired too. Like let's be honest, he could have easily like he could have gotten fired. He also could have gone to the Wizards. That's true. That's he was, true. It was look. It was looking a little dicey there for a minute after, not last year but the year before. Mike uh, Tim point. Conley has done such a great job that he eschewed. He said no to his own home. <laughs> in favor this is of his home. This 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 is Denver, his home. Colorado, his new home. We love you, Tim Conley. So, so uh, Michael, I can't wait to have you sitting on the couch here right next to me. The last thing I want to say about Michael Porter, then we'll take our first break. Eric is going to do ad reads today for the oh, first time. He oh, said oh, he doctor. acts like it's so easy. Well, and we're going to find out if it's if it's I mean, really it's just reading. It is just <laughs> reading. Well, we're going to find out if it's just reading. Uh, but the last thing I want to say is. You know, I really do feel like Aaron Gordon, part of why his integration has been so seamless has been because, you know, everybody else has bought in, like Murray and Jokic, obviously. But even then you see Michael Porter, a guy who like this young talent, and you see him now starting to get it and it all coming together. I just feel like it's like, well, if everybody's sacrificing. Well, Adam's mic went out, so I think that's a pretty good time to do some ad Remind me, I want to get to our, can you hear me? I want to get to, we had two good super chats I saw come through and I want to. Oh, we have lots of them. Dude, I will the spend chat, some time. The chat is just straight up super. A L- little bit later, uh, Haley, you guys recognize her always in the chat. I can't remember what her handle is on the on YouTube, but she's going to be joining us here. She's a Balkan folk dancer, and she's going to teach us the proper pronunciation of Zavelli while we take <laughs> shot. I got all new Rakia, you guys. You'll be very proud. All new Rakia. I didn't know that. Is that true? Yeah, I got four new Rakias over there. Four Rakias? Four Rakias. Wow. I've smelled them all. They all smell really rough. <laughs> Uh, well, guys, is, is it time for ads? It's time for the ad reads. Well, guys, uh, to channel my inner Brandon vote, we talk about two things here at the uh, DNVR bar. We talk point. about the Denver Nuggets, and we talk about Breckenridge Brewery. It's the official beer of DNVR. And let's talk Celsius. Breck is, Breck is finally introducing their seltzer line, and it comes in a beautiful Jokic 15-pack. They've got apple, pear, cherry, peach, berry, and honeydew. Head to the Breck Beer Locator to see where the closest 15-pack of Breck seltzers is to you and pick one up. The DNVR fam had them this weekend, <laughs> what is, and they did not here? disappoint, my friends. Tag us. Or to, and Brecht to let us wow, know what you, you think. He really is just reading. I can't wait till he gets to the point where it's like, <laughs> tell a personal story here. Well, I mean, and don't forget, supporting our partners is supporting us. Um, and the farmhouse is open. It's socially distanced. It's beautifully, beautifully set up for outside dining. Uh, and if you're more comfortable at home, you can still order curbside pickup mm. from 12 to 8 or 12 to 8 p.m. Then get beer delivery from the Drizzly app or head to the nearest grocery stores like King Supers or Costco. Order delicious food and booze from the farmhouse if you're able. Call 303-803-1380 from 12 p.m. to 8 p.m. for pickup. Use DNVR to save $5. Man. Good job. Was that good? That was yeah. good. What do you guys yeah, think? You're Ron Burgundy. <laughs> you're Ron Burgundy yeah. over um, here. Yeah, you got this. Okay. It was a little long, but okay. It was a little long, but I, you know what? I feel passionate about Breckenridge Brewery. You I wanted do. to give them a little extra love. You do. We all do. Uh, what else is next, guys? Uh, what else is going online these days? <laughs> nope. Gabby Insurance. <laughs> nope. Wrong one. <laughs> Gabby Insurance. Okay. Uh, all right. Gabby Insurance. What is Gabby Insurance, you ask? Well, Gabby Insurance <laughs> is the best way to find the best rates for you for both home insurance auto insurance any number of it it may be just those two i'm not sure i have <laughs> I put in my personal information what it does is it's an app it takes just five minutes maybe less you put in your current uh policy it'll run the numbers it'll check out all of the the places offering insurance and let you know if you're paying too much like me d-line i found out i was paying sixteen hundred dollars too much 
per that's year. wild man that's I a know. lot of money i felt i again i felt a combination of exhilaration and deep shame <laughs> and deep shame <laughs> and so yeah. but that was <laughs> so uh the best way to do uh let's see you go to let's see you go to and that oh, is no, G-A-B-I oh no here it dot is com slash dnvr gabi.com slash dnvr get the app figure it out very easy don't be like me for a variety of reasons but don't pay 1600 extra dollars for no good reason that's a good point are you good uh i think i'm good let's go all right <laughs> uh so i want to get to a super chat kale it was from colton ensley he says i want a dnvr <laughs> subscription i think you guys are dope thank you for your coverage and dedication first of all thank you for that but just to tell you guys, if you don't know, you do want a subscription. You get all of these auxiliary benefits, especially if you're here in Colorado, but you also get access to all of our written content. That's going to be uh, every after every single game, you get grades from Brendan Vote, uh, a good way of recapping and just kind of reliving it. You know, the list from me, I've got two this week, two different mm. editions of the list, like a hundred clips I've put together of, of the Nuggets breaking down the film. You definitely want that. Plus access to all of our other stuff we have in yeah. the network. Trust me, Check you want to do it. And it's also it's like five I'm bucks a month. I'm very confused. Did you like the... I, I'm getting a lot of uh, hate and love. I'm oh, confused. A little mixed reviews. Uh, a little mixed reviews. Yeah, that's, that's, that's the chat. Well done. All right, let's go. Uh, so you want to become a member, of course, go to thednvr.com. Uh, all of our best content's there. And then I got one from Danny K here. He says, how much do you guys... This is a great question. How much do you guys think the crowd being back influenced the hot start play as a whole? Um, this is a great question. Dev, I'll let you go first. For Jamal Murray, it was the biggest thing. Mm. And and we all know if Jamal Murray plays well, the so Nuggets true. play it's well. So, true, yeah. man. so the the crowd being back, he he was he was bought in from the like the opening tip. He was really big about it. Um after the game, he had an interview where he talked about like how, how big it was for the um the first responders to be there. Um and also just like he, he's been he's been a person that's been like really like vocal about how much he wants the crowd back. So that was something that was like really big for him. So I think that he really did enjoy it. So great super chat question. Great super chat question. I Jamal Murray, what was the game? Remember when Jamal Murray played the first game I believe the Nuggets played against the crowd? Was it in Dallas? Where was it? Where he was like taunting the twelve people oh. in the crowd? He was like, <laughs> oh yeah, what was that game? <laughs> Our boy is back. Our boy is back. The homie is back. Um, thank you for that, Byron, as always. Yeah, um, I think the crowd had a huge impact on them tonight. <laughs> yeah. I really do. Hearing people, I was told, so we're gonna hear we're gonna speak to Brendan Vote here in just a little bit. He was in the group chat today, the company group chat, just talking about how lit it was there. He's like, what a difference. It's like so different, all the energy inside the building. And it's funny because it's a, I think what is there four thousand people inside? It might be less than that even for this uh, this first uh, you know first responder to healthcare workers. Yeah. Um, that Pepsi Center holds what nineteen thousand fully. fully yeah, I think it's like seventeen that, yeah. to nineteen depending on yeah. configuration. So it's a quarter full basically, yeah. and it's still you could feel the difference. So I think there's no question about it. The, the, the one thing like the if you were curious, we got the first blue arrow from <laughs> yeah, Jamal, yeah, I right. believe, all season. Yeah, love it, dude. I, I love it too, and it's fun, man. Because we're starting to see. I get people, you know, hit me up on social or whatever. People even here at the bar, they're like, "Yeah, man, I got tickets to next Thursday or whatever it is." And it, it, you just feel the energy everybody has for getting yeah, back it just, out there. It sounds cool just to have them back. Going yeah. to a sporting event dude. is like a. It's a bit of. It feels a bit like a watershed moment of this pandemic era, where it's like finally feel like getting back out into the world and no. I think people feel extra good being there and I gotta think the players feel extra good having people there not only that it was a sporting event that tipped off 
the world that that's right. was about to shut down. Like yeah. it was the, the that jazz game that happened that was the last moment of normalcy that we had as a country and frankly as a world um, for the last year. And like slowly but surely, like you're starting to feel little bits of like remembering what life was like. Right. You know, and it's you're like, oh right, that's awesome like yeah. the the whole reason to go to a, a, a big sporting event is so you can be part of a larger organism you can all cheer as one you can all you can feel each other's energy so I, i'm not at all surprised that that made a huge difference in the arena you saying uh, one larger organism do you remember the game this was like four years ago this is when the nuggets were on the on the climb but they weren't great and an entire section was given this is, this is the dumbest thing <laughs> was given these like balloons to wave behind the uh yeah, the, yeah, the, yeah. The, but somebody in the crowd had convinced everyone to tie every balloon together into one giant balloon, and it looks so dumb, and nobody could see the game. And so the security had to come in and pop every balloon because they had created this giant obstruction. I don't remember that. I, I hate that I don't, though. That sounds like an amazing so memory. We're like, it was like back when the Nuggets hadn't quite figured out. We're like, man, Nuggets, the Nuggets fans still learning how to be a good fan. <laughs> they like ruined us. So they had to like come and take him away. Um, Jamal Murray, I thought tonight he was obviously phenomenal. Um, you know, we've seen him make shots, we've seen him be efficient. Tonight he was twelve of twenty-four. But what was more important than any of that, he was a plus eighteen, almost a team high. Aaron Gordon a plus nineteen. Uh, but what was more important was he hit the big ones. And there was a big moment tonight. We can kind of get into some of the more negative stuff here, but yeah, you know, let, there was a big, there, there was a big moment tonight when. Second unit, start the fourth quarter, completely collapsing. It's just like you could feel it. They were up 26, 27 points. All of a sudden, they're down to, I think, 15, maybe 12. And I thought for certain, Mike Malone calls a timeout. I thought for certain, come out of the timeout, you bring Jokic back. You bring Gordon back. You bring the starters back in, and you say, let's put this thing away right now. Unfortunately, that they're going to have to play more minutes than you want, but whatever. Malone did not do that. He stuck with the second unit, a second unit that was really struggling, but... Jamal Murray was a part of that group, and he hit two or three in a row that were just like, even though they didn't, they still struggled even after that. He hit the shots that put the game so far out of reach that even stumbling uh, couldn't matter. To me, that was huge. We've seen Jokic do this a lot, especially <laughs> lately. For Jamal Murray to be that guy tonight, I think was meaningful. Jamal Murray is, I mean, jokes aside, I mean, he's really back. Like, he really is getting to that place where he is the. I mean, he could be the initiator. Like, before he was being Robin to Joker's Batman. Uh, but at a certain point, he's able to just, like... <laughs> That's a weird sentence. <laughs> you know. uh, but he's able to just be the guy. Like, he came out and he was the guy to start off. He, was. he really set the tone. Like, he, he and Michael Porter Jr. just came out and really just let the Philadelphia 76ers know, like, yo, this is not your night. This is not your night. I'm sorry. I'm sorry your MVP candidate can't stay on the court, but, like... You don't, <laughs> you're not going to be able digs. to do it. Like, I, sorry, I apologize. So, and he's doing this more and more and more. The confidence is swelling. The celebrations are coming. He's playing with swag. I mean, that's Jamal Murray's like best self is predicated on playing with swag. And yeah, it's, it, so true. it's coming to him and he's feeling it and I'm feeling it. So let's yeah. go. This is a shooter trait, by the way, because you know who else is best when the team has a lot of swag? And I'm not saying front runner. I'm just saying who's best. Steph Curry. Was there any player you were more afraid of than when like, the Warriors had a little like six zero run going, Dude, and the ball the, came to him. Like you just knew, like, yeah. oh, he's, he's making. He's going to end you. That's yeah. when he's he's going to put his foot on your neck and, and just try to close it out. But uh, back to the point about um, Malone's decision, like not to make any type of changes. 
I'm I'm curious to see what the conversation is like going like into that because that's going to be brought up. Um, because maybe the the point was to try to get Jamal Murray going and and just to get a, a rhythm for him. Um, this was a game that he was like gunning in and he was like trying to get his like shots going and he made some very very big shots. But I think that for the Nuggets to be the best, they need everyone's confidence high. My, Michael Porter Jr. is making everything. Aaron Gordon has came over and, and he's looked well. Jokic is the MVP right now. So now it's about trying to get Jamal Murray going. And, and then also that second unit. They've been having a very, very hard time trying to get anything anything going. So if you could get both of them going at the exact same time, that's when it, it, it could come. The only thing that I, I, I go back with is the fact that they did not, you know, like let Gordon be a part of that group. Um, but I, I have to think that there was like something else that Malone was wanting with that type of group. Well, I want, and we'll hear from Brendan Vote here shortly from Ball Arena. But I, I did wonder the same thing when, when he brought that same unit back, the second unit that was struggling. I thought this was Malone saying, "We need this unit. I can win this game with the starters, but I'm going to show these guys that I trust them. Are they hemorrhaging points? I'm going to show that I trust them." And it almost backfired, if I'm being honest. Like it, it was, it wasn't. It, 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 it did, it was but close. it didn't, right? Like it didn't, and maybe that's all that mattered. It, exactly. Like this is where Malone's understanding of human psychology is so uh, important when it comes to the long view of the Denver Nuggets. Like. Things, he knew that he had a lead to play with, so he could sort of allow some tinkering to happen. He could allow players to try to get their groove back, like allow things to happen knowing that there was uh, a fail-safe involved, you know, and like making sure that, uh, uh, you know, it, it, we just had some room to work with. And so he did. He, he worked with it, right? Yeah. Like, it's not valuable to, to walk out of there with a 30-point win. It's more valuable so true. to walk out with a 10-point win and like to, for some players to find out about themselves and how they play with other players. That being said, it was uh, the, the second unit was not very good tonight. I, I do want to get back to that, and I'm going to get to that here in just a second. Um, real quickly, 16 points from Murray in the first quarter, 14 from Michael Porter, and I just feel like that's such a that was such a cool two-headed attack, those two guys early God on, and it. it was it was one of those things where it's like, you felt I, I felt like Murray's job was easier in that first half. He had one play, curls around Jokic, Jokic throws to him, and he like walked to the basket for the layup because it's like, look at the spacing, fellas. Like everything's so wide open. It it actually felt like Michael Porter Jr. had moments that he was like just clicking with everybody. For a moment, it was Jamal Murray and the, like the the pick and rolls, and then and then like at at the end, it was Jokic on a lot of DHOs and just setting him up. And and you said that that was a good duo until you look at the box score. You know, the Nuggets go out and they only score 104 points. Right. They have 78 as, as a trio. <laughs> as a trio. They have yeah. 78 as a trio. Right. And yeah, then the, there's the there's assists from all of them. So they, they probably contributed on like to every basket that was in the game. Like yeah. that's just how like how much of a rhythm that it was in. And they're playing so high that you're like not even looking at the bench. If that's a game that they lose, you're just like the bench is doing nothing for right. us at all. I think the bench scored sixteen points tonight. Which is more, I think, than it was the other time. I mean, they've been struggling. They've had some low totals. Yo. Um, Jokic, it's funny. He finally he does get 21, 10, and 7. So the numbers actually do look good for him. 8 of 14 shooting. But the only reason is because he had to come back in the game and get some more stats. I thought for the second time in a row he was going to end up having an extremely underwhelming stat line in large part because of the blowout. And there was almost, I was prepared to ask this question. Uh-oh. I was so ready for him to lose the MVP. Why? 
because his numbers are bad. The team climbs this every, all the whole year. They say he's not high enough in the standings. Climbing the standings doesn't play the fourth, and they're like, well, he's not putting up this, numbers. This is, this is this is who I watch basketball every game with. Is that Adam is waiting for Jokic to lose the MVP every night? Can't he wait. Buys can't out wait. Early. Can't he wait. buys out early. He can't wait. He's got he's got a reason it's gonna happen. I'm in. I'm in. I could I buy out now. I'd be in so I, much. I, I, listen, I'd be in, I, the, the buyout right now is. Du- more than double what oh, I bought. I mean, we're past that. But now I'm just talking about like the other ways you're trying to figure out how to take the MVP away from our beloved Nikola That's because Jokic. you haven't had heartbreak in a long time. That's right? true. It That's hasn't. what it is. It has to is be. You it? haven't had heartbreak. My, my my life is full of so full of. Love and it's so full that I have nothing. Okay, well, because that's true. There's no way that you don't feel that it's coming, especially with just like the narrative narrative about, around it all. Because you already know that they're already like trying everything in their power. Like at first it wasn't the wins, then they finally go and get wins. Then it's like okay, now that they're winning, he's not even the only guy doing. <laughs> no, 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 you know what it is now. Now him. it's the defense. Now the defense is all. No, you're no, they're, they're going to say that he has Michael Porter Jr. He has Jamal Murray, who was amazing in the bubble. The defense, by the way, everything. Kind of killer, and if actually the defensive rating tonight with Aaron Gordon on the court, I think was a 92. I think he had a nine, no, 91.8 defensive rating, which is, makes it all the more weird that he wasn't in to close the game when all they needed was like a few stops. But you know, we'll find out why that was. Let's move on now to the one negative. We have to go to Negative Town oh, here. So follow me to Negative Town for a second here. God, let's get it out the bench, of this, shall we? The bench, and and I'm sucked. Okay, sure. Let's hear it. Uh, Oh, do you remember for sure? Well, well I, I remember it coming out of my mouth when other, <laughs> when other people, like, but it was like largely silent around me. Luckily, I'm shameless when, it, it, when I'm at the Pepsi Center, so I have no problem screaming. But do you remember? But do you remember when it was? Do you? Uh, it was three years ago. I mean, it's been going for a while. 2018, I think that would have been. But it was like so, like it was so gutless and so toothless. I do remember though the first time Jokic being asked about it, but I can't remember what the game because I remember it happening and then him being asked in the locker yeah. room and he was kind of like that was pretty neat or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. And it was like on a buzzer beater too. Like I, I, it was like two big like shots in a row. I just can't remember who they were playing. Also with that because it was from Goat Boy. How much is that and and what is the the currency? That's, I think it's R- RSD. RSD. What is, what RSD is Russian. I think it's Russian. I think it's nice. uh, yeah. Serbian, I believe, maybe. Oh. I don't know, yeah. Serbian dollars. Real Serbian dollars, we believe. I don't know. <laughs> is um, RS, RSD, do you know? It's Serbian? Serbian? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we have a special guest joining us here, guys, in the next segment. Very excited about uh, going to teach us <laughs> teach us the error of our ways. <laughs> so, such error of our, of our you ways. You know what the worst part is? Is that she'll teach us and we will... Fuck it up every no, we time. Won't. No, we okay. won't. Okay. No, we won't. No, we won't. We're ready. We're, <laughs> we're been, so we, ready. Elon, me and you are gonna. Oh, we're gonna fuck it <laughs> up. Absolutely. Don't, believe you me, we will fuck it up. <laughs> uh, all right. So the the last uh, last thing here, guys, the 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 bench. You know, <clears throat> tonight I thought it was Faku. You know, really struggling, and it's the shooting. You know, they had. He, I think he goes 0 of five from the three point line tonight, and you just get you, they a lot of opportunity, especially down the stretch. The play I'm thinking of most swings over to Michael Porter, goes to the corner because obviously the team closed out and the <coughs> defense is like, well, dare you to shoot a, a wide open set corner three. And he just couldn't get it in. And, you know, this was one of those games where I felt like this was not his matchup. But yet he played and he closed. And maybe it's not, maybe you shouldn't even put it on him. I just, this wasn't his, there's games that are going to be for him, games that are not. This wasn't one was not. Yeah. And the thing that frustrates me about Faku right now is when, when there's another guy that is in like a, a slump. 
they do things to try to get them out of that slump. They try to, you know, like those guys go to the free throw line. Um, they start like with close shots and, and do everything else to just try to find themselves first. Maybe they're just making extra passes and you run a play for them early. But there's, he, he hasn't learned that yet. And that's like just a part of like coming into the NBA. You got to find different ways to try to get yourself going because you can't just be out there shooting. Yeah. And that's the worst part of your game is the, the three point shooting. And he's still out there only shooting that because if you take that away and he doesn't, if he turned down like those shots, I don't think that we're talking about how bad of it is like on him. But as far as just the whole bench not showing up. Also, when other guys are not making shots, it, it's tough like for Faku to get himself going because he's he's a guy that's that's making the extra pass. He's like hustling. He's doing all of the little things. But where right now they're relying on him to take the shots and do everything, and and that makes it like really tough for him. So that was a, a matchup. That was not a small matchup. And Javale McGee didn't play in a game like that due to like matchup. Um, some would say. Some um, would say. Some have another theory. <laughs> what is it? Oh, your th- never mind. Never, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Played two games in Denver, hasn't gotten in either one. Why oh. is the altitude? Okay, so he's gonna be. Is he gonna play on on yes, Thursday? Is. Yes, he is. Oh man, I can't wait till he does. And yes, he is. Yeah, that's a, be like it's gonna be the last. He's oh, gonna are take you a me? For sure. He's gonna take the biggest one. <laughs> um, yeah, this was. See, tonight you get O of seven from Will Barton, who'd had a bad night. You get O of five from Compazzo. You get one of six from Dozier, and Nuggets still win in a blowout fashion. So. It's both encouraging and discouraging. I do think that second unit, you know, they're not constructed given the starters that they have. I do think Tim Conley can do a lot this summer when he goes in there because they need another wing. They need some more shooting. But, um, you know, they don't have that. And this group, I do think, is going to be a little bit up and down against the Hawks. Compazzo goes out there against Trey Young. I mean, they just need to figure it out. Like, the the... And it's not like they're locked into the the way that they played. That's the, so true. They, they they played like a really weird lineup tonight. So here's what's Three funny about it: guards and two forwards. You could actually look at it and say, Gordon has come, and the starting unit just clicks. It just meshes. It makes sense. It's like it was perfect. We also have a new second unit now, and they're more naturally not figuring it out, which is what usually what happens when you throw five guys together for the first time. All right, let's take a break, guys. We come back on the other side, though. I think we're gonna take some Rakia. Kale, Super Producer Kale, do we have some Rakia shots lined up and ready to go? Hey, get those ready. Uh, have have our guest pick out which one we should take tonight. Uh, we have four to choose from. You can help us out. Hey, guys. Uh, what is uh, going <laughs> <laughs> MSU Denver Online. Now is the time to apply and register for classes. MSU Denver Online wants you to fall in love with yourself for Valentine's Day. This is old, right? <laughs> <laughs> wow, it's not so easy, is it? It's certainly so not. Scroll uh, a little bit down. Well, you can see like the... after that is DraftKings. You know what? Uh, let's see here. Let's find. Let's get the pertinent part of the information. Wow. Uh, let's see here. Uh, <laughs> Fall in love. MSU Denver Online puts a dynamic education at your fingertips without forcing you to decide between earning a degree and living your life. Uh, fuck you, San Diego, right? Ron Burgundy. MSU Denver is the uh, is, uh, is the Colorado institution providing rigorous and affordable online programs taught by professors who bring the real world into the classroom. MSU Denver graduates use their relevant degrees to land coveted jobs. Some of our very own staff members at DNVR are taking MSU Denver classes online. 
Uh, two members of our two members of our staff took classes at MSU, and this is what they said: uh, the super engaged teachers that are extremely responsive to emails, questions, and concerns. Many of your teachers work in the same field you're taking your class in. It's a great opportunity to network with them as well. The course content is highly re relevant. At MSU Denver Online, you learn about things that you can use outside of the classroom. Uh, MSU has been doing this for 30 years. They're not some fly-by-night, brand-new institution trying to convince you that they know how to do the online thing. They've been doing this. This is how they've been born and bred. So uh, people have been, if you're looking to sort of uh, rebuild your life as the world reopens, like no better way than to get an education, uh, MSU Denver Online. Kale, you could bring all of the bottles over. We could show our, our, our audience. I'm sure we have a lot of Serbians <laughs> that are curious to see what we have. Okay. Okay. Uh, DraftKings. You know about this one, Eric. You can Draft do this one. DraftKings. Well, 68 teams started the tournament. Only the best has survived. Four, right? We're down to four. We're down to the final four. We're down, we're four. down to the final four. I don't know what happened tonight. I, I Gonzaga out. won. And they're going to keep winning, I think. Oh, uh, DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app, is putting new customers in the center of the action. Bet $1 on any tournament game, and if your team wins, you win $100. It's just that simple. Turning $1 into $100 Mike in front is <laughs> 100 to 1 odds. Pick any college basketball team that's still in the hunt for your shot at winning $100. All it takes is a $1 bet and a team winning their next game. There's no better way to put your college basketball knowledge to the test than to put your money where your mouth is with DraftKings Sportsbook. Don't worry if your college basketball team, or don't worry if college basketball isn't for you. DraftKings Sportsbook offers daily odds boosts on pro basketball, hockey, golf, and so much more. I won both my bets tonight. Uh, let's go. Uh, DraftKings <laughs> is safe, secure, and reliable, so you can deposit and withdraw your funds at your convenience. Download the top Rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use the promo code DNBR when you sign up to turn one dollar into one hundred dollars. If college basketball, if the college basketball team of your choosing pulls off the win, let's go DNBR to turn one dollar into one hundred dollars for a limited time. <laughs> only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be twenty-one or older. Colorado only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com/sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call one 4700 and. Who doesn't like honking? Do you like honking? Uh, do you like geese? Hon do you like honking? Do you like geese? Do you like geese? You're a big fan? I also <laughs> like geese. But my awesome Canadian geese yes. today. Well, that means That's you're in the, the city of Denver, yeah, Colorado. Yeah. They're everywhere. Uh, Strava Craft Coffee. Do you have a sandbag? You might need a sandbag there, Kale. There is a sandbag. Oh, okay. I'm All a right. bit of a sandbag on the show. Is that what you're talking about? Uh, Strava Craft Coffee. Uh, let's see. I don't know about you guys, but anything I can get delivered to me, I'm all for. <laughs> That's coming from my heart, that line. Subscribing to Strava means you never have to buy coffee in the store again. It'll land on your doorstep every two, four, six, or eight weeks, whichever you prefer, and you receive 20% off your CBD-infused coffee every time. If you're a first-time user, Strava is now offering 25% off code to our listeners. So for all you loyal listeners who've already used the 20% off code, you can now re-up and save 25% using code DNVR25 at, at checkout. Um, CBD coffee CBD is the best Like it helps with headaches Backaches Chronic pain Joint pain It helps with IBS Brennan Vote hits that pretty hard every time uh, For reasons that I think you could probably infer um, It's also Let's see uh, Just remember to purchase online for 25% off Using code DNVR25 Or subscribe using And save 20% off Every order. All right, you, you know what? F you guys. Listen, <laughs> listen I, I, I'm a backup to a backup. I'm a third stringer out here. <laughs> I think you did good. I just never knew that that was that long. I, well, it's not usually, but it, you know, he's a slow reader. It's what okay. What do you guys want from me? 
unbelievable. <laughs> I felt like you were reading really All right, fast. guys, like, you're being rude. We have a, a new guest, in case you haven't noticed. Ooh. It's not Brendan. It's not Harrison. Uh, it is Haley Keel from the uh, from the chat. You from guys the, might from the Twitter. recognize from the Twitter, from the from the chat. Haley, I'm, I'm going to teach you. I'm and I'm here. Yes. So I want to teach you. You get the <laughs> microphone. It's got to okay. be like, well, you or the mic closer Pull to you. Which actually, yeah, that's probably the better way to do it. Yeah. Even closer. I've had Even close. same It has to be like uncomfortably <laughs> close to your face. Yeah. Exactly. It's too far down. Yeah, Kale's really, really, come on, Yeah, dude. just FYI, this is Kale's last night. <laughs> before we fired. He didn't know. Okay. He didn't know. He didn't Kale, know before it's done. This <laughs> yeah. Well, we're going to get this situated. Um, I just want everybody out there to know it was never me. It was never me. It was Kale. Oh, that's that's Kale. who it was. They used to always put it, it on me, right into your right. right into your face, like yeah, almost like right of there. Um, Haley, welcome hey. into the Winners Lounge. Hi, welcome. I can't Haley. believe I'm in Denver. I can't believe this it either. Crazy. Do you um? Does this look? <laughs> there's the yeah. there's the air horn. Does this um? Look and feel like you thought it would. This uh, the winners' lounge. Yes, you broke like past the fourth I, wall. So I feel like you guys are my friends, but you guys didn't know that you were my friends. <laughs> <laughs> I feel that way too. Because of COVID, I'm like, you know, I work. I'm a nurse, um, and so I work in a hospital. It's really intense. Awesome. And I come home, and then I just watch a lot of basketball, and I love watching the show. It's really fun. And um, yeah, love so that, you guys love are that about friends. you. Haley. Well, <laughs> well, you are a friend. So now, we're, now we're you see me. Well, well, no, now just, we're official friends. Just yeah. FYI, <laughs> just FYI, being friends with Adam, not quite what it seems. Not, not that cool. Like it just means you get bullied. That's true. <laughs> That's true. I'm <laughs> ready for it. I'm ready <laughs> I can't wait. Till I got up to pick pick my moment here. Um, <laughs> so where are you from? I'm from uh, Seattle, Washington okay. area. Um, but I live in Berkeley, California. Okay. And I this is my first Boo. time in Denver. Yeah. <laughs> so, see how that works? That's how that works. My, um, this is my first time in Denver. Um, I've gone to see the Nuggets play at the Chase Center, at the Oracle, and at the Golden One Center. I love the Golden One Center. Okay. Really nice. Stadium. That's a good, nice flex um, right there. Yeah. So, <laughs> One of the very so, few people but, that have gone inside. Us, what is, explain <laughs> us the Serbian connection here. Well, she has I'm, a Serbian I'm, flag. That's the that connection. I'm, yeah. I'm not Serbian. Oh, okay. um, yeah, we're different. Unlike <laughs> <laughs> them, I am not Serbian. Um, I randomly got really into um, Serbian and Balkan music and dance. And so I've been doing that for five plus years. Um, Do you recognize I, the song that Jokic was in a tree for? No, that was not like. <laughs> it's not a traditional <laughs> Balkan dance song. <laughs> I didn't know if you had a no. dance for that one, or if it's just the, sh did the tree song. Did you see that video of Jokic at his wedding? Yeah, yeah I yeah, saw yeah, that yeah. one. It was yeah. pretty funny. Yeah. I was did like, you recognize this man that song? can do ballet on a basketball court, but he cannot do Balkan dance to save his life. <laughs> oh. Was that a Balkan dance he was attempting? Was he, it? I, I, who knows? <laughs> I mean, that's hard to tell. I heard so that the singer from that song actually just I think passed away just a little while ago. No, I'm serious. Oh, it, wow. it, I well, I'm not know. trying to bring it down. I'm saying it was very meaningful to Jokic. Mm -hmm. I remember when it happened, he oh, even I commented it that. in Serbian. So, but fortunately, Serbians well, helped I'm translate for me. Made a joke about it. Yeah, exactly. Well, no, it's. Oh. A, Who was it? Do you know the I don't name? Remember. They'll tell us in the chat though. When I say something okay. like this, they'll very okay. quickly uh, uh, let me know about it. Um, but okay, so awesome. So, how ingrained are you in? in Balkan culture then. You do Balkan dances? Like are you so do do Balkan, no Balkan people? Yeah, yeah. I have a lot of friends um, from the Balkans and so um, the dance I do is really um, traditional. We wear um, museum replica costumes. Um, 
we uh, so the the group that I was in is in Seattle. They're called Radost Folk Ensemble. It's R A D O S T. The word Radost uh, in many Balkan languages means joy. Um, it's really cute, and they've been around for like forty years. Oh wow! Yeah, and the craziest thing is now there are grandchildren in the dance group of people who were in the group. Like in the beginning. Yeah, you, my, Adam's mic is dead. I'm dead again. Oh, gee, that's what. You're, back. Oh, back. I'm telling you, it's so sensitive. It's so sensitive. If I'm if I'm out again, just like scream at me. Okay. Um. So then, so that's awesome. So, so there's generations of Balkan dancers yeah, in this club now. Yeah, and these are not necessarily just Balkan folks. These are folks from all okay backgrounds. So um. I wish we had a little more space here. Maybe we'll have to take this to social where you teach Eric. Is, well, you teach Eric a few Balkan dances. That would be. I feel like that would be a challenge. I feel like <laughs> <laughs> it would be awesome. I really, she's all for it. I, I really think that would be able to do it. My sister Marley is here too. Yeah. Wait, do you mean? specifically a challenge yeah. to teach me yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's too funny um so how did you become come to be a nuggets fan then so i was not really into basketball um i didn't really watch a lot of sports i watched some soccer um and my friend was like you like serbian stuff there's this one serbian who's really awesome yeah and i was oh, like were right. okay and I just love um, like unexpected hero stories. I oh, love yeah. underdog stories. Haley is one of us. And, you hear this? I know. And oh my god! I mean, if I had, if it had been any other team, if it was like, hey, you should watch the Lakers. Like, yeah, you know. But with Hell the no. Nuggets, I mean, it's just the the Nuggets culture, the Nuggets type of basketball. You know. It, it just really speaks to my soul, and I like this Haley. Even though, <laughs> even though she specifically said, based on sight, I'd be a bad dancer. She's not totally wrong, but all the same, I didn't like the implication. But I think there is something to this. Like we've met a lot of people that have come to the Nuggets yep. during this era randomly, always through a random story or a random connection, and then they get on. They're in the DNVR club, even, and it's just like this thing. They're like, "Man, this is fun! Like, why would I stop being this?" It's like a yeah. lot of fun, and I do think that's the Jokic experience. But obviously, not just him. It's the the whole group. I see you chose a Murray shirt. It looks like a fresh. Yes. I mean, that looks awfully awfully new. Is that a, a new purchase? No, it's the, the, the earned the, edition one. The yeah. jersey was available for purchase a week ago. Well, I just I <laughs> bought it at like seven o two a.m. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> as soon as it went on sale. That's so funny. Um, all right, so this is awesome. What do you? What is your takeaway from today's game? You were at the arena. What was What was it like today at the arena? Man, was the ball popping? The vibe. What? We actually got we. The vibes were so immaculate that apparently people have been requesting we. We, we temper the vibes a little bit. People said the vibes were a little too immaculate last show. Can you, you know believe what? it? Screw that. If you don't like our vibes, you can go be a Lakers fan. <laughs> <laughs> so take, take us inside the arena as a, as a fan. So, um, I mean, everyone just looked excited to be there. Yeah. And I, not just the fans. The people who were there. I mean, the players looked excited. Jamal Murray loves the crowds oh yeah he needs that he feeds off that yeah there was that shot when he did his blue arrow thing yeah this is what he did he literally looks around first he's like everyone watching everyone watching yeah. and then he does it like he takes a few seconds to make sure everyone's watching dude him take that i mean he just he thrives in that it's and so funny it that great. his best ga games came when nobody was around in the bubble 
I know. That that's really, he really but went remember off. Remember that game in Cleveland? Yeah, we were talking about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he was talking trash. And there was like four, seven people. people yeah. In the crowd. yeah, exactly. Exactly. Uh, he just loves that. And that's what he said in the um, post game when Katie was talking to him. He's just like, he didn't even have words for it. He was like, with the crowds, the audience being here, it's, it's unbelievable. When you were watching the team, not during the game, but timeouts, maybe halftime, maybe warm-ups, who, where did your eyes, where were your eyes drawn to? I'm always um, curious what what catches people's eye, which player. Well, Jokic, I mean, obviously, and um, my sister, she's fucking great. She um, like, is Whoa. is a new basketball fan. Well, Ooh, I'm, I'm saying she is. Um, and I told her that we call Paul Millsap dad. And so she was some like, some of us do. Yeah, some of us. Dev's Dev, the only person on earth that refuses to call him dad. Rayvon doesn't either. <laughs> I will forever call him dad. That's our uncle. So, so she was like, which one's dad? I forget, which one's dad? And I just love that. Which one's dad? That's so funny. It's a perfect big um, game. Yeah, it was just, everyone was just having a great time and to be there with like walking around and you could see the other people you know other frontline workers we yeah. all just like needed this yeah. we needed to have uh just awesome. a good time and you that's know so it really cool. meant a lot to, that's really cool us, that's so. really cool all right well we gotta we're gonna take our shot now we have some rakia here i think well, you guys can see I, I picked up four i don't know anything about I'm, any I'm of these i'm told in the chat we need to get the pair well I don't know what we have. Do you know what you poured us at this time? Uh, uh, I poured you the second one. <laughs> I'm not looking forward to it either. It is Tuesday, but um, I, mean, I, I totally forgot to ask George Carl to uh, to take a, sh a Rocky shot. I, I should have done that one. But all right, we're ready to learn. Right. Haley, you okay. know how to do this. Okay, so it's Givli. Oh, so wow. Man, I don't know. <laughs> wow. Can you say it with this like, weird wow. fake Italian accent? Zivelli. That's like, true. No, it is Italian. We do a very Italian. Like, <laughs> Did you say that one more time? Ghibli. Ghibli. So, so think of Holy it. Man, smokes. I'm looking at the check because I'm like, there's no way we that's it. You're fucking close. Okay. You flew <laughs> this far to lie to I, our face. I flew Ghibli? this far to lie to you, Dad. <laughs> no, okay. If you think about it. Okay, so the G with the... The Z with a little mark on the top is like a Z sound. Okay. <laughs> Z. And, you know, it's translated into English letters, but that's not always how it should sound. So if you think of it more as like a Z-I-V-L-I. So if you take out that E, that might help. I'm lost. Givli. Just say it again. G Let's drink. So, Givli. 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 You've been wrong for a while. Way wrong. <laughs> <laughs> as good as I remember it. Givli, I'm back. Oh my god! <laughs> Holy smokes! Wow, and that we love the, it. We now just can't the get Serbians in the chat can tell me how I'm wrong. Yeah, and please do if I am wrong. This is all right. I'm all so anxious. Friends. We have Brendan Vote waiting in the wings here. We're gonna bring him on now. You stay here. Stay here and interview him with us, Haley. Kick it over this. <laughs> Let's bring Brendan Vote, who is live from Ball Arena. Let's bring him onto the show and find out what it was that was said uh, in the post game. Brendan, Givli. Givli. Givli, fellas. Um, Givli. <laughs> hey, sorry for those impatient Slack messages. They're, they're turning the lights off and they've turned the heat off. I think it's now 32 degrees in Ball Arena. So oh, wow. Running out of steam. Uh, okay, man. Well, tell me. So Haley said said that the vibes were great in the arena tonight. I know you were in the group chat. 
What was it that was different tonight, and how did those fans make an impact from what was before? It was just a real block party vibe. I mean, you know, that first day of summer in a big city, and the winter's over, you go outside, you know, parents with the kids in the stroller, people playing in the streets. It just had that, that life is back vibe. It was a smaller crowd, but there was still energy. And I think you could see the guys feeding off that in the first quarter. Um, and even just for me as media, really, Paul's doing his thing and the fans cheering. It felt like something, you know, that feels like a lifetime ago, really. Yeah, it really does, man. But that's awesome. That's really good to hear it. It kind of went under the radar, you know, them bringing fans back. We were like, oh, that's cool, this or that. Yeah. But it seems like tonight was one of those where we're like, oh, we might have underestimated what impact even just having 5,000 fans would have on this team, uh, at least by, by how they started. Um, take us inside the locker room, though. What was the – we didn't know what mood to have personally today. Like I knew. jubilant and excited and optimistic or like what the heck happened down the stretch. What, what would you say Michael Malone was at? Where did he fall? The second one, if you can believe it. Um, yeah, he wasn't thrilled. He did not have a lot of fun watching that fourth quarter. He said, for whatever reason, we're you know, this is a reoccurring issue for us. We get up big by playing the right way, and then we relax, come up for water. Um, and he said he's tired of seeing it. So uh, he was not pleased. Um, you know, some of the players were in a slightly better mood, and I think that's a natural dynamic. It's it's funny because I imagine Aaron Gordon, a player who has been on all these losing teams, you know, Orlando struggle bus. He gets a win tonight when they're up, and I'm, I'm I wonder if it's a little bit of a culture setter even for him of like, hey man, we you know we expect to win, so winning was not an excitement. Do you know what I'm saying? Like Aaron Gordon has a 25 point lead in Orlando and then only wins by 10. It's like, hey, this was awesome. It's one of our best wins of the year. Right. Here in Denver, it's like, yo man, we're not about this. Like we got to get better. Um, so I wonder if there's a little bit of tone setting in that regard. Sure. And Porter did tell us that was the clear message at halftime. So, you know, he wasn't thrilled with this result and I get it. I mean, it's, it's a near identity for this team at this point. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, what else um, did Malone did, have to say? So I asked Malone about closing with Composo over Aaron Gordon. And if that was a minutes restriction or, or any sort of physical limitation, to which you said, Aaron is still recovering from that ankle injury he suffered in Orlando, but he could have gone back out there. They were going small. He wanted to go small, but he ultimately said, I probably should have gotten him back in. There's no uh, question. That, that was like, I'm glad he said that. <laughs> yeah, like, Even just saying probably. He? It's like he, he could have been like, that was my mistake, but I stand by my guys. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, it was interesting to hear him reflect, especially when that question comes from me. He could have just as easily told me to uh, get stuffed in a locker as I'm sure he wanted to, but uh, there's your real answer. Um, yeah. yeah. So he was not in a great mood, but um, yeah, I guess that's not surprising. Is it? Yeah, we, did talk to Nik we did talk to Nikola Jokic. Uh, he loved that first quarter quote. We were making shots. We were playing for each other. We were playing defense. We were running. Uh, that first quarter was really amazing for us. So he, mm. he really enjoyed that. Um, I did too. He was asked, he was oh, asked if it was good. Oh, it is. It's Mike Singer. Mike Singer. Oh. Hopefully vaccinated. So. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's okay. We're vaccinated, guys. Everyone um, he was asked about Porter. He said uh, um, he's just playing really well. Uh, he's cutting hard, shooting well. He Quote, I think he is now set. He knows what he's going to do. He is playing really well. Man, that's um, so cool, man. Yoke's so funny, too, because he's not like 
he says it, he means it. So if you're Michael, you kind of feel have to feel like a little proud, you know, like, hey, I got an attaboy. It was a very couched minor one, but he got one. That's how I am with you uh, guys. I'd never forgive praise. That's right. That's right. I think we can all agree. Uh, so Jokic on Aaron Gordon, he helps us, of course. His size, his athleticism. I always say his mindset is really good. He's giving us one more dimension. And that was in response to a question about versatility and how much harder it might be to match up with Denver in the playoffs. Um, Jamal Murray, I'm just going to jump ahead in the timeline here. He was really kind of running with that point. You know, it's officially kind of pick your poison time in Denver. Those are my words, not his. But, you know, him just saying it. The defense has to give, right? They have to – someone's going to be open, and they feel comfortable that between those five, five guys on the court, um, one person's going to be able to have a really good game every night. It's so true. I mean, that is – that we talked about that a little bit in the first segment, but it does feel like they have more guys capable of going off for 20-plus now than ever. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. And in different ways, and, and it's just yeah. – it's also like, what does the defense do to shut off that that faucet now? It probably means leaving some good shooter open. And yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just, these are two, you know, inferior opponents, I guess, with Philly's injuries, although they've been playing well in Atlanta. Um, but yeah, it's just clear to see it's made a difference for them. Porter on Aaron Gordon, guys, quote, we love them out there. Defensively, we're just so long and versatile. There's so many different weapons. And here's the big quote. It feels like I'm looking at my twin out there, which I loved. Uh -huh. They got to love it. They're twins. Uh, so we got to get. <laughs> Wait, who said that? Twins? Who's the twin? Aaron Gordon smokes. and Michael Porter Jr. Twins. I love it. Twinning. MBJ has like eight brothers. He's, <laughs> taking, he's taking another brother. It's like the brother I always wish I had. John <laughs> Kay's watching John like. What? <laughs> Finally, a um, basketball playing brother. I can look at him. I've always wanted a brother yeah, to play said, basketball with. He said it's so cool to just look up and see someone that looks just like him on the wing, uh, oh, which I love that quote because I think we're all thinking the same thing, and we got some nicknames to bust out, of course. More Porter, this time on his personal momentum, quote, I've just been really consistent with my routine, getting locked in, and then every game I'm just trying to give it all that day. I've just been focusing on the present. Oh, I've I got love great it. teammates. They'll find me. Oh, I love it, man. I'm so I'm so happy for Michael Porter. I really am. Like I, he really had to do this the hardest possible way for a rookie. Like there were none of those small victories along the way. In fact, everything had to be a twenty times harder. And I do feel like some of the the fruits of that labor are coming. No, I gotta say, like I kind of hope that the world explodes tomorrow. Like this is as good as it gets. Like <laughs> I don't really know where I can go from here except for down. Like this is everything I've ever wanted to have happen is happening. Brendan's not here. <laughs> Dev and I are best friends. Haley and I is good. I we're, gonna, we were best friends. Well, we are, except for that dancing dig you gave me. <laughs> anyway, let's let's hope the world explodes. Anyway, go uh, go well, ahead. I just Brandon. wanted to say, Michael Porter Jr. just looks relieved. Yeah. To have Aaron Gordon there, it's like he can get those boards, and he doesn't have to worry. And Jokic doesn't have to worry. Jokic doesn't have to worry about fucking Dwight Howard just bullying him. Uh, sure. Like Dwight's coming down, and then he kind of slows down. He's like, oh. Now I have Gordon and MPJ here. God, I hate like, uh, so okay, it's you know, it's just, it's just like, ugh, it feels so good for Jokic it to have backup good. now. It all feels good. And I, guys, you know who else I think is enjoying it is Aaron Gordon. It's <laughs> 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 just uh, a world of difference for Aaron. A world of difference. Um, one more quote, guys. This is the last I got for you. Jamal Murray on fans in the arena. I just like when they're yelling and screaming. 
I interact oh, with fans what he all said? the time. He just loves when they're yelling and screaming in the crowd. He says, I interact with fans all the time, but when they're loud, man, what that does for our young guys, they make all the difference in the world for us. So it was just good to have us back in the building. Not sure if you guys were able to catch any of that post-game half-court interview he did with Altitude. Just a maestro. Just working the crowd with his hands. Oh, I saw it, yeah. Giving love. Um, all right, Jamal was feeling himself tonight, and it looked a lot like Jamal was enjoying himself tonight. Yeah, yeah. He made us all raise our hands. He was I like, saw that, raise yeah. your hand if you're a frontline worker. And we're like, well, we technically all are. Oh, every here. single person and then here. And he's like <laughs> clapping for us, and I teared up. I was just oh, like, this is adorable. This like, is the best. Oh, it was so great. This is the best. <laughs> uh, all right, any other final, final thoughts you had of this game, Vote? I mean, are you? Oh, I have, I have a personal take. Yeah, that's what um, I mean. Yeah, I don't care about the fourth quarter collapse. They won. I don't That's think what Malone, I said. I don't think Malone will close with Faku over Gordon in the playoffs. My guess is he's learned that lesson. So, yeah, not a big deal. Gordon gets to rest the ankle. Nuggets get a win over Philly. Everybody's happy. Yeah, I agree, man. And that starting unit, I just two games in a row now that it's looked Ooh. like so dynamic. Ooh. And, it, you know, maybe they lost a little momentum with the way this game closed. I don't know. Um, but right now, I, I'm one game away, one Clippers game away from that starting unit going out there and dominating like they have now two games in a row. To I'm off the charts. I'm, I'm really going to be off my rocker. You got to get, you gotta get on my level, bro. I'll be a full Eric. I'm almost full Eric. If they have one more, it's all it's going to take is one more. You're you need, nine on the Eric scale. I'm a nine on the Eric scale. You need one more. I need negative two. It happened, <laughs> it happened for me when the Gordon trade happened. I knew. I, despite Brendan's cold water takes, Adam's tempered uh, realistic views. Screw you both, dude. I was and right. going to end up being right just by yelling they're all fucking good. For and I'm years. right. He's going to be right. Well, vote. Um, great stuff tonight, man. Uh, thanks for all the reporting there. We can't wait to read the grades in the morning. Um, we'll see you soon, buddy. Miss you, vote. See you, guys. Sorry for the grumpy messages. <laughs> all right. Uh, you can cue up that outro music there, Kale. Uh, guys, this was fun. Uh, for, for me, I don't know if it was for you. It was fun, though. I've had more fun. Wow. I think it was pretty fun. Uh, Haley came in. She rocked it. Um, she knows her stuff. She brought the flag. She knows her mean, stuff. She got the flag. Um, she was sh- at the game, brought that experience. I'm still shook by how far off we were with Givoli. I'm, I'm so, still, I feel I just, like we're not right still, man. Still Wait. Yeah, so just... just <laughs> Let's try it one more time. One. Givoli. 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 Okay. So you know in Spanish how it's like there's an accent sound like Maria. Yeah, Maria. Yeah, yeah. So in most Balkan languages, it's the third to last. So like Nicola. Oh, right? I say okay. Nicola yeah. instead of Nicola. Right, 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 right. Nicola. So it's the same with Givli. Givli. Yeah. I did so it right the there. Third, the third to last. Givli. Syllable is the accent. Givli. I like it. I think Givli. we're getting closer. I'm going to keep practicing this. Yeah. I'll um, just have to keep flying down here to yeah, exactly. remind you, you guys. Can you be back on Thursday and Sunday <laughs> and then following that Tuesday? How are you re- at reading ads? Uh, All right. Thanks, everybody, for hanging out. Don't forget to hit that like button on the way out, guys. Hit the subscribe button as well. This might be our new channel. We don't know. Hopefully, we're back at our other channel before too long. But for now, you know, we'll do it here. And if you did, if you missed it, keeping it 1000, George Carl was here in the DNVR bar today, and it was a really great conversation. He got got a little loose towards the end. You can see he was feeling it. And he shared some stories that... I'm telling you, George wants controversy. Like, not controversy. He's just like, 
why don't you ask the hard question so I can give the hard answer? Because he wants to give the hard answers to stuff, and he started. So you're going to want to check and it just, out. And while you're watching it, imagine me standing awkwardly just five feet off screen. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, everybody. Have a great night. Go Givli. Nuggets. Givli. <laughs> Givli. Before we get out of here, I want to remind you guys about Hassle Cattle Company. We brought you damn good beer. Now we're bringing you damn good beef. Hassle Cattle Company, the absolute best source for farm-to-table Wagyu beef in the country. A fourth-generation family-owned farm right there in Texas, and they ship all over the USA. What you do, you go online. They've got these packages. They've got these deals. You can order steaks, hamburgers, some combination sausages, salsas, all kinds of stuff. You put an order together, and they ship it straight to your door. So if you want to load up on steaks for the year, the month, whatever it is, great chance to check them out. Hassle Cattle Company, H-A-S-S-E-L-L cattlecompany.com and use promo code DNVR10 to get 10% off your order.